hey, Lorenzo, I was just wondering maybe you could share with me um, your favorite Tom Homo story or just what he means to you. <laughs> my, my favorite Tom Homo story um, was in 2017. Fall camp, he talked to us as a team. And uh, the story was interesting. I'm going to just leave it at that. But that was, that was the first time, actually, I was introduced to Tom Homo because I was a freshman. But that story was that's that's probably like a an in-house story that everybody who's here knows about it. So I'm gonna just leave it at that. And what just makes him so lovable to the community, to the fan base, to the players? What makes Tom Homo who he is? I um he really cares about um, the players, and it's not just football with all the sports here. He really cares about. Uh, all of us, and he really puts us first, and he thinks about things that we need to do or or what we need, and I think that's what makes him more lovable. He actually, like, he participates in all, all of the sporting events. He um, Halloween, he dresses up as a different character, and he goes all out, and it just, it just sets the tone for everybody here, especially in the athletic department. Hey, Jared, and then Jay. So I imagine the team has seen Lopa's post-game interview that's become famous after the Utah game. What's been the team reaction to what Lopa said? <laughs> um, for those who are in the YSA ward, they, they confirmed that he actually went to church the next day. So, um, <clears throat> yeah, they actually – we saw him at treatment too the, the, uh, the next day on Sunday, and he was going to, to church right after treatment. So – uh, we just made sure he, he stuck to his word. <laughs> I, I want to ask about that just a little bit because it's such a big win. You know, the, the, you know, to, the, the idea is, oh, you know, you get to celebrate all of Sunday. And a lot of teams work a lot on Sunday, do a lot of work. And that's not BYU's way. Do you view that as a positive? Does that help you guys that Sunday is treated differently? Um, I think it is. I think it is. I mean, the coaches always talk about life of um, a life of balance, especially Kalani and Toyaki. On for me on the defensive side, they always um, emphasize a life of balance and how we need to be with our families on Sunday. Um, he always talks about you know, when we win or when we lose that we always be with our families after the game. Um, <clears throat> Sundays we go to church and we worship our heavenly father and we still come in, we still come into BYU and on campus to get uh, treatment for our bumps and bruises from the game. So it's kind of like a work day, but it's not, we're coming in and taking care of our bodies and making sure that it's right for the next week. And we also get to um, take a day off and worship and get away from football for a little bit and just be with our families. Jay. Uh, Lorenzo, what impact do you think BYU joining the Big 12 will have on in-state recruits that maybe had multiple offers, including other Power 5 offers? And recently, a lot of those kids have been going outside of Utah or been going away from BYU. What do you think this will do to that young generation growing up of, uh, of recruits? Um, I think it'll be big for us, um, especially for the recruits. Um, being in a big power five, it's, um, it shows that we can hang in there with the big dogs and, 
actually show that we are a P5 school. Even when we were independent, um, we try to like emphasize that, that we worked as a P5 school. We, our system was going through as a P5 school. So I think being officially named as a big 12 school could help out a lot and show the recruits that we are a big time school and that we all, that we can hang in with um, everybody else in the conference. Thanks. All right, let's go Mitch and then Jake. Yeah, so uh, what what will you and maybe other upperclassmen do to ensure that your teammates are are showing that razor sharp focus that Kalani uh, alluded to earlier for this week, like you did against Utah? Um, I think it's just the same mindset that we did going into Utah. Um, transfer transfers over to this week. Um, we we emphasize that we're taking it week by week, um, one game at a time, and that. Um, as long as we do like our small and simple things as a team and individually, I think our, our sharpness and our focus will be the exact same or even increased for this week's game. Um, I think for us upperclassmen as well, we just we kind of just echo off of what Kalani says and what Kalani gives us is what we echo off to the team. And from there on, it's a, a, our whole system is working and flowing right. A couple of years ago, I remember there was a former player, it was one of your teammates who said you guys, he felt like you guys play better on the road than you do at home. But as of late, the last couple of years, you guys have been great at home. What do you feel has been the biggest change now compared to maybe early in your career at BYU at, on the home games? Um, I think um, it's just, I, I would say it's just a different mindset going into it from just the belief of, Kalani to the players, to the fan base and everything that we've been putting out. Um, being at home has been definitely, especially from last week, has been definitely like we feel comfortable. Even in away games, we feel comfortable. The fan base. Um, yeah, that's that's all I can think about right now. Lorenzo, you guys have been very effective in getting after the quarterback this year so far through two games. Is there something special you guys are doing or is it just Finally, it's coming together. Uh, all praises to Tuyaki. Um, the game plan that we had, um, as players, we just we just executed correctly, and we 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 trusted in the game plan that we had and the plays that we're going into, and the calls that were being made. We never questioned once of why we were calling this, we're calling that. We we, we kind of just executed whatever Tuyaki called, and it, yeah, it works. Um, pressure on the QE, works, blitzes, everything that we've been doing is just trusting in each other and trusting in what we're supposed to do as a team. What do you know about Arizona State? They got a pretty high-level quarterback in Jaden Daniels, but what do you know about the Sun Devils? Um, they're a good team. Um, I was actually watching their highlights against UNLV. Um, they're a pretty good team, and uh, they got a good quarterback. Quarterback's long, he's lengthy, he can run, he can throw, so... Um, I I'd expect them to give us their, their best shot and we'll give them our best shot. So it'll be a good game this Saturday. All right, last two questions, Shep and then Sean. Staying with Arizona State, looking at their production in the first two games, most of their offensive numbers have come on the ground. And I know stopping the run is always a key in every game. Has it become even more important when you look at the numbers that they put up on the ground? Yeah, I mean, it, it'd probably just be the same that how we um, prepared for every week and every team is uh, uh, stopping the run, of course, for, especially for me and the defensive line. 
Um, stopping the run has always been an, an emphasis every week, but this week we'll take it as we prepared for the past two weeks and we'll do our best to stop the run and to cover our best in just all phases of the game on defense. So I want to follow up with, with one sentence that you just said a, a moment ago. You said all praises to Tuiaki. Do you feel like Coach E is a little bit underappreciated or maybe has been a little bit underappreciated, whether it's among the fan base or, or somewhere out there? And do you feel like he's getting to be a little more appreciated with what you guys have been able to do the last couple of weeks? Yeah, uh, I feel like he is being underappreciated from the past years. Um, but – Tiaki, we just all trust in him and everything that he does and what he calls. And um, but Tiaki is a guy who doesn't, you know, like he doesn't he doesn't care if he's appreciated or if he's underappreciated. He's just a guy who does his job, and um, he's a player's coach as well. He listens to the players, and we listen to him. And our system has been working, and we just the whole defensive side. We all trust in Tiaki and the rest of our coaches. All right, thanks, so. Thank you guys. Have a good one.